is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hi, Jill Herman with BU Podcast. Welcome to be a podcast if you're seeing us and listening to us for the first time. And welcome back if you're one of my friends who listens regularly. No matter where you live, this is a podcast that's listened to by, I started to say women, but we have a lot of male listeners as well in 120 countries. I can't name 120 countries unless I look at the list. But listen to people all over the globe, which is so exciting. It's a little intimidating. You know, sometimes when I say that out loud, I wish I hadn't said it because it makes me a little nervous. But if you're someone who has been listening for a while, you know that it's been a while since I've been in my home and I've just chatted with you one-on-one from my home. And that's what I'm doing today. I cannot believe it is September. The summer just flew by. And I know we say that a lot. You know, the season flew by or the month flew by or the week flew by or the day flew by. For me, it really did. Like I, I look back and I I say I don't know where the summer went, but I actually just looked at the note section of my phone and made a few notes of what I did this summer. And I understand now why it went by so fast. So this is going to be a bit of a catch-up with you, just sort of a life catch-up. I asked um, a few episodes ago if you would like that, because I don't know. I had a friend tell me that that's really popular now, that a lot of podcasters are saying that that's what's being requested and listened to more because people are inundated by a lot of information as far as like teaching them and growing them and coaching them and inspiring them. And sometimes they, we, just want to listen to everyday conversation, like chit-chat about life. And we are voyeurs a little bit. You know, we like to know what's going on in other people's lives. I admit I do. I watch reality TV. I love The Real Housewife Show for that reason. Well, for many reasons, but that's one of them. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a life update. And I'm also going to talk about the idea of efforting, the concept of efforting, what that looks like, and the concept of us knowing ourselves well enough to know when enough is enough and when too much is too much for us, even when it doesn't make sense to other people. And even if it didn't make sense before for us, so something might be too much now, but it wasn't before, how to understand and listen to our bodies when we're being pushed too far and not letting the story of, well, this shouldn't be too much for me and it wouldn't be too much for other people, not letting that story cause us to not listen to our own internal compass, our own guidance and our own physical body because our physical body 
has so much wisdom and it will whisper and it will talk and sometimes it will scream and yell at us in the form of signs and symptoms, you know, aches, pains, illness, fatigue, anxiety, eczema, whatever it is. Those are things that we've talked about throughout the last almost three years of Be a Podcast. But I just want to use this example of recapping my summer and then my own personal experience of feeling like I hit a wall and then feeling like almost like afraid to tell you that because someone else would go, first of all, that'd be a nice way to spend a summer. I can't believe you're complaining. And someone else might think, how could you hit a wall with that? Are you joking? Look what I did. But I decided that, you know, remember this podcast isn't called Be Her, it's called Be You. So if I'm being authentic to me, I'm going to share that for me, it was too much. Although I'm grateful I had the opportunity. I'm grateful for an amazing summer. I also realized that the reason I felt really awful all day yesterday was because I finally, and actually three days of my vacation, I was sick, was because I finally slowed down enough to really listen to my body. My body was telling me this is too much. Okay, so really quick recap is that the weekend of the 4th of July, which is if you're not one of our listeners in the US, it's a big weekend in the United States. It's it's uh, always lots of celebration. And for my family in particular, my brother's kids always come in from all over. They live in Brazil, New York, Seattle, and other relatives on that side of the family come in from Chicago, Arizona. And then our kids came in from Arizona, Florida. And so I hosted a really big, fun family party, a pickleball tournament, lots of food, drinks, and I'm glad I did it. So I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that was the start of a lot for me. And then just a few days after that, I took my daughter, Julia, to London, where she was going to be studying at Vidal Sassoon for about two months, stayed with her for, I don't know, three, four days, maybe. And that's when I began my, what I call my version of Eat, Pray, Love, my solo adventure in Barcelona. So then I went to Barcelona by myself and stayed there for another, I think, 10 days. And that's when I experienced the psilocybin journey that I referenced a few weeks ago. And then I came home and not much after that, I hosted a huge surprise party for my husband for his birthday, August 11th. There were, I say huge, but 30 people, but did that and had actually a pickleball like clinic. If you're wondering why, okay, let me backtrack. Some people don't even know what pickleball is. I didn't know what it was until a few years ago. It's the fastest growing sport in the United States of America by far. And it's kind of like tennis. I tell people that it's like you're standing on top of a ping pong table holding a ping pong paddle. So it's easier than tennis. You don't have to hit as hard. You don't have to have much uh, as much of a swing. And it's becoming very popular in all age groups. And my husband actually is launching a new business of indoor pickleball. He purchased a franchise and is going to be opening several of those all over. And so we're really getting excited about pickleball in our family. So at his birthday party, I surprised him and we all had t-shirts on with the new business logo, Ace Pickleball. And had a whole theme. I mean, themed cookies, a theme cake, themed decorations. And then I surprised them and had Matt and Abby Brandenberger who live in our city and they are avid pickleball players and coaches. And I surprised him and had them show up and do a clinic, an introduction to pickleball. We did drills. We did Survivor. It was so much fun. The party went on till like midnight and it was a blast. So we had that. And then... Not much after that, we hosted 
a couple and their children for two full weeks. Joey Harrington, who's been on my podcast, many of you follow her and you've heard her uh, on this show and maybe you listen to her podcast. Uh, she and her husband had a terrible loss about a year ago. They lost their baby boy, Sterling, a day after he was born. And I had offered to her to come to where we live. We live on 29 acres. I find our land to be very healing, um, nurturing. People say that when they're here. I feel it for sure. And, you know, I, I know I'm going to end up having retreats um, on this land and in my home. And you will be invited. Um, but I invited her to come heal here, whether we were home or not. And about six months later, she said, hey, is the offer still there? I said, yes. And she and her husband came and stayed for two weeks and brought their two children with them. And so we had them them here for two weeks. It was wonderful. And right, this is part of just like, it's a lot, right? This on top of everything else. All good, right? That's where I almost didn't share this because, you know, there could be a story of, are you kidding me? That's all good stuff. Why are you complaining? You know, your nervous system doesn't know the difference between good stress and bad stress. And um, sometimes even wonderful stuff, if you're just going and efforting and doing and doing and not spending enough time, you know, grounding and refilling your own cup, you know, it can be too much. So after that, actually, while the Harringtons were still here, my husband and I left and we spent a week, our very first vacation alone that didn't revolve around work. It was amazing. We had six days, I think, alone in Portugal. It was so romantic, so amazing. Then our son, Thomas, who was traveling there for the world championships for wakeboarding, met us in Portugal. And our daughter, Julia, who I told you was studying in in London, her program finished up on a Friday. His world championships were on a Saturday. It was perfect. So she hopped on a plane she went there to support her brother and we basically crashed their party because we watched the championships and then we they were going to travel alone together and we said, hey, can we go with you? So we ended up spending another week there with them. It was wonderful. And our son's beautiful girlfriend, Brooke, came to support him and we invited her to spend a couple of days with us. So it was wonderful. Side note, I need to give a big shout out and congratulations to our son, Thomas. Um, if you Even if you don't follow the sport of wakeboarding, I'm going to share something really cool with you that he just over this past weekend landed the very first in history triple flip behind a boat. It was a triple back roll, but he's the first person in the entire world to ever do it. Huge deal, huge deal. We watched it live streamed on television. We screamed and yelled, we cried. We're so happy for him, so proud of him for the work and dedication it took to do that. And I just wanted to add that because I was talking about wakeboarding. So after our experience in Portugal, which was so amazing, I highly recommend going to Portugal. The people are so wonderful, so loving. It's just, it's hard to describe. I loved it so much. So after we did that, then we came home for only five days and we had already committed to going to Nashville. My husband goes there once a month for a meeting. We went to Nashville and we invited Alex Waters, another podcast guest. So another person I didn't know. I I had never met him in person and I only knew him through one interview and then messaging apps. And he's 32 years old. Why would I invite a 32-year-old guy to meet us in Nashville and then come home to Indiana with us? Like who fucking does that? I do. (laughs) I like doing things that don't make sense to people. I followed my heart, my intuition, something, not something, God told me to do it and I did it. And I'm going to do a whole episode on why I know that was a great idea. I'll tell you later. But we met him in Nashville. We spent a few days entertaining him there, brought him home to Indiana. 
he was here. And then I threw another party, a big send-off party for our son, George, our youngest son, only 18 years old, who's not right now ready to go to college, got a great offer to move to Dallas, Texas and do an internship and then phasing that into being paid, you know, as a contractor, I would say an independent contractor to do work for some pretty big YouTubers. And so he's moving across the country at only 18 years old this Friday. So I had a big party for him over this weekend. And then we have five days and then we move him to Dallas. Then we come home and we have five days home again. And then we were already committed to meeting our other daughter, Jessica, and her boyfriend in Nashville again. They're going for their very first time to go to a concert and we wanted to host them because it's like our second home. We're excited to do it. And so we're going back there. And then I come home for two days and then I have my grandson Rocco for six days and nights while my daughter goes and studies in Miami. So not complaining, but that is why my summer just flew by. A month of it was traveling in Europe, Three weeks of it will be traveling between Dallas and Nashville, three big parties that I threw and hosted myself at our home, um, and a lot of big life changes. You know, my son moving out and going away and going to, I mean, sight unseen. He's never even been there before, doing what our daughter Julia did. And some other big things that, you know, were pretty emotional. Two of my kids went through something really, really painful in June and July, like really painful. If you are a mother, you understand that when they're hurting, you're hurting. You do your best to hold space and be a loving presence and not let it consume you and just be strong for them. But it's hard. It's hard to do that. And especially when you feel so much empathy. And so I tend to feel what other people feel. And that was really hard watching them go through something so painful, so painful. So that mixed in with all of this great stuff. You know, as a result, it turned out that when we were in Portugal, I was physically sick for three days. I was achy, exhausted, felt awful. Maybe I caught a bug, right? Maybe I had something. They say COVID was going around. But I also know that our body is speaking to us all the time. And my body was saying, if you're not going to rest, I'm going to make you rest. And many times people do get sick on vacation. I'm sure you've heard of that because they finally chill enough for their body to say, okay, now, now it's going to happen. So I was like bracing for impact. And then I had about an hour of really deep body work. If you've never done Thai massage, it's not a massage, by the way. Some people have said to me, oh, I think I had that massage in Thailand. This is different. I don't, I don't know how to describe it other than it's deep body work and it's working with the fascia and people experience beautiful releases, crying, shaking, shivering, feeling hot, all kinds of things can happen during these sessions. I've done several, but two days ago I had one and while I was feeling like, okay, I think I'm hitting a wall. Like I've been going so much. I just hosted, you know, another person in my home, hosted him for five days, then had that big party. My son's moving in a few days and I'm getting, feeling anxious about it. I can feel it. And I went in and had that body work done and that rest of that day, I felt drunk, like literally drunk, foggy, exhausted, could barely keep my eyes open. That was a good thing. You know, my body was responding, you know, and I then started feeling sick. And all day yesterday, I felt sick. I was achy, my head hurt, sinus symptoms, et cetera, which is how my, that's how my body uh, responds when it's releasing stuff. It always is the same feeling. 
So it was all day yesterday. And then I woke up today and I feel great that I'm just certain that I didn't have a flu. Why am I sharing that? I'm sharing that because I told you that we would talk a little bit about efforting and we would talk about what it looks like when our body is trying to give us a message and we don't listen or our intuition is telling us something and we know it, but we go against it and we do something else. I found myself saying yes when I wanted to say no. I found myself planning things and organizing things and hosting things when I knew it would probably be too much. I was excited about all the travel, but the problem is with all of that travel, which is all good. Let me, I mean, I'm going to say it again. So grateful. I had an opportunity. There are people that will never do that in a lifetime, get to go to Europe for two weeks and then another two weeks. Trust me, I never have in my whole life till now. And there are people that never will. I'm not ungrateful. I'm just saying that I knew that for me in particular, whether it makes sense to anyone else or not, traveling on an airplane and going to different time zones and all of that, it does throw me off a lot and it affects me. I I need recovery time. It's just how I am. And I found myself saying yes to things outside of that travel when I really wanted to just rest, recuperate, ground, get my circadian rhythm back, you know, nourish myself, et cetera. But I didn't do it. And so this is just another reminder that I get to look at that and say, okay, it's okay that you didn't, Jill, but why didn't you? What were you trying to get from saying yes? What were you trying to avoid by saying yes? What were you afraid that you might convey if you didn't say yes? Who were you afraid to hurt or disappoint if you didn't say yes? Because that's been a running theme for me my whole life is codependency and people pleasing. And I've move beyond that in so many ways, yet we're always going to see our old shit come up. Our old patterns are always going to be there. And if we shame ourselves for that, remember that's like, you know, cutting yourself with the same knife that cut you to begin with. It's It doesn't work. So I'm not shaming myself. I'm just saying, hmm, this is interesting. I haven't yet, but after I talk to you, I'm going to go into that and do some meditating and some breathing and do some journaling and and really understand Like, why did I do that without shaming myself for it? So that next time, I hope I will make a different choice. Um, Again, not that I regret any of it. It's been an amazing freaking summer. I mean, just saying all that to you, I sounded a little robotic because I was reading it off of my notes. But like, you know, having that big party for my family, having the surprise birthday party for my husband, having the send-off party for my son, George, hosting a family for two full weeks and having so much fun with our kids and taking them all over our property and watching them enjoy our property and watching them heal as a family and, you know, going to Portugal alone with my husband and then traveling with our son and daughter who live so far from us, who both moved out at 18 years old, who we never get to see you know, having that time alone with them. Oh my gosh, watching my daughter go to London and and go to school there, having never been there before, knowing nobody and watching her thrive and then getting to meet up with her in Portugal. I mean, I don't regret any of that. It was so amazing. And, you know, there are also lessons within really beautiful gifts that were great. So look at yourself and ask yourself, you know, am I efforting? Am I saying yes when I want to say no? Is my body deep within me, my intuition telling me something and I'm ignoring it and why? And is my body talking to me? Am I noticing that I'm a little tired, but I'm not answering that call? Am I noticing that I'm feeling a little foggy, but I'm not paying attention to it? Am I feeling a little anxious? Do I notice myself like, 
you know, tapping my foot or, you know, feeling like I need to interrupt people or talk fast? Am I noticing that I can't sit still or I don't want to lay down and take a nap? Observe what your body is telling you or not. But either way, your body is going to keep talking until you finally listen. I'm not preaching here because my body had to knock me on my ass in Portugal in this romantic week with my husband. I lost two and a half days because I wasn't listening to my body and I was sick and in bed. And then all day yesterday, I essentially missed for the same reason. So I'm not on a high horse. I'm just being your friend saying, hey, this is what I experienced. I want to share this with you because many of us are on autopilot and we're forgetting even when we're talking about trauma and healing, you know, our past and looking at our stories and shifting our paradigms and all that stuff, many times it's just as simple as, is your body talking to you? And are you listening? So we are coming up now on, we're in September and October will be the three-year anniversary of BU Podcast. I'm so excited about that. I have some things planned that I have not done anything to execute, by the way, but ideas are coming to me to take this, not to the next level because I feel like it needs to be bigger, but just because I feel like it's time to grow. It's time for us to change it up a little bit. So I'll be bringing that to you soon and you'll be able to see and hear what that looks like. I'm really excited about the idea that I shared of hosting retreats in my home. I don't have to do anything with this quote, second half of my life, I'm putting my fingers in air quotes because I'm turning 52 and my youngest is leaving the house. So I'll be an empty nester. And, you know, this would be a great time for me to kind of think about what what do I want to do? I don't have to do anything, but I'm feeling called to do something. I'm feeling called to go back to writing and looking at that book I've been putting off for four years. I'm being called very, 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 very strongly to have small gatherings in my home, to invite you, not just like my girlfriends that live here, but people from all over to fly here and have a few days of healing, of restoration, of fellowship, of sisterhood. And I'm also feeling called to host men here, to have a few men here sometime to, you know, really hold space for them and help them release and help them heal. And I'm excited about that. So after I have my grandson in October, I have about an eight-day break, and then my mentor, Sigrid Tazius, who you've heard me talk about many times, who has mentored me off and on for the past couple of years, is coming to my home for two and a half days, and we're going to do some deep, immersive stuff. And after that is when I will know for sure what that will look like, and you will be the first to know. But I would guess that uh, this spring, I will be offering my first retreat. So anyway, I hope you have enjoyed this little catch up. And if you're someone who's never listened and it was a bit of a snooze fest, I get it. Um, If we don't have a connection yet, that would probably be boring to listen to. I hope you go back and listen to some of our other episodes before you decide if this is for you. And as I always say, if something is triggering, it's definitely for you. You weren't sent here by accident, that's for sure. If you've not given me a rating or review, we haven't had any ratings or reviews in quite a while now, and I realize that's because I forget to ask. So if you are someone who's never done that, it would mean the world to me. I make no money from the podcast. I spend money on the podcast, and I invest a lot of time in the podcast. And it would mean a lot to me to receive. I'm working on receiving. So I'm asking you, would you please take time to go put a rating and an authentic review 
for the podcast and also send your favorite episodes out to others so they can listen as well. Okay, so I will be back with you again next week. As we always say on BU Podcast, don't forget to breathe, love yourself, and surrender. Surrender.